0: With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, that's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at Wellsfargo.com/slash active cash.
2: You were born with it. It's always been there. It's been the basis of many, many friendships and connection with people who just know and think like you do. It's made life fun. Welcome home to the winning edge. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Morenzi on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.
1: Scumbags! Let's Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenzi. Rage all you want.
3: Let's roll. This is Sports Rage I am Gabriel Gabrienzi. The picks players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down as we kick it. It's the Thursday night throwdown, Series XM channel one fifty-nine. Let's do this thing. Sports Grid Radio Networks will welcome our AM radio affiliates momentarily as we pick up the pieces of following. What turned out to be a pretty entertaining, at least for the gamblers of the world. Uh, Thursday night football game between the Indianapolis Colts and the New York Jets—a game in which the New York Jets almost pulled off a miraculous backdoor cover. Man, the prison break was on. Man, the prison break was on. All right, and let's use Alcatraz uh, as the uh, as the prison. Everybody knows the the layout of Alcatraz. They, you know, they were in the yard. They got you know they got over the wall. They went all the way down to the rocks and stuff. And basically, like, you know what? We got to, like, the five-yard line. And in other words, they were just getting into the raft. All right? They were just, the escape from Alcatraz, they were just about to get into their raft made out of raincoats. And then Joe Buck came along and said, hey, you guys are really about to pull this prison break off. Wow, you're going to be the first ones to escape from Alcatraz. Poof! There went the raft. They sunk and died. There it is. Thanks, uh, thanks, thanks Joe Buck so basically the, the the New York Jets were down what was it like 42 16 or whatever the hell it was the Jets were down and out man the Jets were down and out and then Josh Johnson being the legend that he is listen he, he, this guy Josh Johnson was nearly put into the sports betting hall of fame tonight I I thank you for uh, for cashing my teaser for me Josh but man we nearly pulled off the cover. And I would have loved to hear all the cries of the Indianapolis Colt backers. That's, you know, am I wrong for that? I didn't even care about my money. I actually just wanted to hear everyone and see everyone cry. Oh, hey, the Colts is a bad beat. <laughs> I'm dead serious, too. I didn't even care about the money. I was mad when he threw the pick because I was just mad that other people didn't get screwed. God, I'm evil. Am I evil? yes, I am. Um... Now, you know what? I only had a small play on the Jets plus the points, but I wanted to pull it off. I like Josh Johnson. It would have been epic. would have been epic. So the the, the Jets get the ball. It's a, it's a miracle. It's, it's a miracle. So the Jets get the ball back. They, get, they come up with a stop. They get the ball back on their five-yard line. That Mims dude drops a pass that would have extended the drive. Comes down to a fourth and ten. They pick it up. There's a face mask. Lord Gambler was saying... The Jets are going to cover this game, and we're going to take that horseshoe, and we're going to stick it up the Colt fence. All right? Lord Gambler tried to giveth. Joe Buck taketh away. So they go 95 yards miraculously down the field. Joe Buck does not bring up any point spread or any gambling reference. He waits until they're on the five-yard line. And he says, oh, there's a lot of people interested in this play. And then, boom, there's an interception. It's like giving someone a high-five at a funeral. There's a time and place, Joe. You, think you, know you talk it about, you about the boyfriend at the start of the drive. You you will, not you, you think you win, but you won't. You think i lose, but The late-night anger management class. This is Sports Ridge. I am Gabriel See The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between. What's up, San Diego? What's up, Los Angeles? What's up, Sports SportsMap, SportsPod? Armed Forces radio networks, and of course, we're kicking it on Sirius XM channel 159. And I just got Joan Collins by Joe Buck. I just got the Joan Collins screw job, As the New York Jets nearly just pulled off the biggest miracle since uh, Joe Namath. Uh, Joe Namath and Broadway Joe upset. I don't know who was it. The Baltimore Colts. We were. We were right there. We were right there to hear all the Indianapolis Colts backers cry about the worst bad beat in the history of bad beats. Josh Johnson, the legend, San Diego Toreros, baby. That's right. Josh Johnson, of course, got to start with the San Diego Toreros when Coach Harbaugh uh, was there as uh, our boy Coach uh, Jim, not John, but Jim Harbaugh. For uh, Harbaugh, was the coach of Stanford. He was the coach of the Toreros, and Josh Johnson was his quarterback. All right. Now, Josh Johnson, this guy's played on 13 different National Football League teams. We'll go over the list of teams this guy's played for and throughout his journey. And it should be noted that Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy Floyd Zach Wilson, has thrown four touchdowns and nine interceptions in six games. Mike White has thrown five touchdowns in five quarters. And. Josh Johnson threw three touchdowns in three quarters. Hey, hey, Zach, don't hurry up back. But, hey, don't worry. Listen, he takes a good picture, and his mom, I guess, is sort of hot as as far as, like, sports moms. I don't think she's hot. I think she's annoying. All right? And I think he sucks. And I think the New York Jets made a big mistake drafting this kid. And I hope this kid is back so we can get his ass handed to him by my Buffalo Bills. Uh, But Joe Buck... You know, you know what, Al Michaels, bro? Al Michaels is an actual gambler. There's a time and place. There's a time and place in which you bring up the point spread. You bring up the point spread at the start of the drive. Like I said, man, it's like high-fiving someone at a funeral. You bring up the point spread when we're on the five-yard line?
0: You think I'm dead,
3: but I'm not! Joe Buck's been cursing baseball pitches and baseball games for
4: years. I even like Joe Buck. But Joe Buck!
2: to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204.
1: Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked.
3: the Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Gable Morenzi Let's do this thing. It's the Thursday Night Throwdown. We got a little bit of something for everybody. Teddy Covers in Las Vegas. Our Windy City Sports Report. Julio Rosario will join us. Play-by-play voice of the Windy City Bulls and Chicago State. And uh, the best uh, fantasy, uh, fantasy football uh, guy that we have on our show and one of the best in America, Jamie Eisenberg joins us from CBS Sports. So we've got a great show uh, lined up for you tonight. Ed Sullivan style. Uh, Lakers in action right now against the Oklahoma City Thunder and is it just me or is the Lakers schedule softer than the Harlem Globetrotters Lakers seem to play Oklahoma City or the Houston Rockets every night like and they struggle to beat them they struggle to beat them uh the Lakers will be a big fade as soon as they play real teams let's bring in Teddy Covers steps up and in straight for the strip in Las Vegas Nevada wager talk in the house why'd you bet that what's up Teddy Lakers are already a fade against these bad
5: teams. I don't know why you want to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'd rather have the Lakers bet against the Lakers laying double digits against a bad team than I would catching points against a good team right now. Um, You know, Lakers have been easy money to bet against so far this season.
3: I watched Oklahoma City play against the Clippers the other night, and they gave them all that they can handle, Teddy. Am I missing something? Have the Thunder been a, a scrappy team? They've, they've been pretty rough. <laughs> in early so so it just the L.A. teams aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the No, Clippers... but you know the game. You know the game I'm talking about the other night. It took yeah, the yeah, I know, exactly. had to come back and win the game. But then the Clippers go into Minneapolis last night and beat the T-Wolves. So, you know, because i got to be honest, I'm sort of tempted – Melo, they hit threes and the crowd goes crazy and stuff. LeBron's in street clothes, obviously, but I can get a ten and a half in game right now with OKC, and I'm thinking about pulling po- a little, little small in game, just for the show, play type of thing, you know? I wouldn't talk you out of it. I mean, that said, you
5: know, the, the the fact that OKC came back and won last week, you know, people seem to think tonight Lakers will put their foot down if they get the chance. Um, and again, the Thunder, they are what they are. They're scrappy, but they're not very good.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, i They'll give you an honest Adam effort, though. They'll play to the final whistle, so at least, these kids on the Thunder. Most of the time. Again, that was
5: always the case last year. This year, they've been slapped around a little bit. You know, they've lost contact a lot more in early season play than I expected them to. Uh, so that does concern me about the
3: Thunder. Like you said, they're just just—they're not very good. That's, that's the problem. No. So, like, I'm not bigging I'm not them up or anything like that. You know who is good? My Toronto Raptors. Six and three, Teddy. I got over 36 and a half wins. Doing it with uh, Scott. For the record, Scotty Barnes will be back, uh, Teddy. He's ready to go now. So, I gave you a little medical update. That kid can ball, bro. He's going to be the rookie of the year.
5: And they're bet on in every game right now because the markets don't seem to be paying a whole lot of attention. And Toronto doesn't have the star power, you know, with Siakam Hurt. Everyone's yeah, convinced yeah. that Siakam's the key to that team. And Siakam... Maybe the Ben Simmons of that team in that sense, where uh, (laughs) when he's not around, uh, they're every bit as good or better. I mean, what do you think of Siakam?
3: No, no, I like him. I'm actually a pro Siakam guy, but I hear what you're saying. I get it from the outside. Like, there were some problems last year. The thing with Siakam, Teddy, is I think people are too hard. They're they're too hard on him. So I think the problem with Siakam, Teddy, is he got too much too fast too soon. Right? He kind of came out of nowhere and... He made the All Star team, and that rubbed people the wrong way, right? They're like, man, this kid—you got to work your way up to get in the All Star game, right? He made the All Star game. Uh, he makes the—he uh, wins the NBA championship, right, with, with with the Raptors, and he contributed. And he was a young kid, but he was sort of ready to step up. I think he had a hard time sort of being the guy after Kawhi left, and he really did not deal well with the bubble, Teddy. Like the Raptors went to the bubble in Orlando. And then they never came out, bro They, they moved to Tampa after <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? They moved to Tampa exactly like hotel, what you mean Hotel rooms, you know what I mean? And, dude, he's from Cameroon, bro Like, he's not He doesn't go to clubs He's not a partier Teddy, he lives with his family in Toronto, bro His family was not allowed to be in the bubble with him And it messed him up, man Should it have? You're a pro Should he have been whatever on this And he had, he had mental health issues, bro like, he broke down, and, he, and then he started fighting. And the thing is, though, everybody talked about him being down. And let's be real, Teddy. He was not good in that playoff series against the Boston Celtics in the bubble. He, If he hits a couple of shots, the Raptors win. It goes seven games, and the Raptors win. And they go to the Eastern Conference Finals, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds. Right? But he didn't play well, and he was bad, bad. Like, he, Tatum was lighting him up. He couldn't hit shots. He was turning it over. He was rattled. And it got to the point where... I think Nurse got mad, and there was friction and stuff. They're back in Toronto. He's all smiles right now. And I just want to say, Teddy, when people when he made the All Star game, he was scoring 22 points a game, 22 and six, 22.6 or so, eight rebounds and five assists. Last year in his down year, he had 29, 21.9 and eight and five. He did the same thing. He just didn't elevate his game, Teddy, and he got called out for it. But sure. don't 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 kid yourself. This kid can play.
5: Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that uh, that Siakam's a bust or anything like that. I'm just saying that last year, Toronto expected him to be the guy who could carry them, and he wasn't. You know, uh, and this, well, this year he hasn't played. But, well, the, but a, the key is... Is he a star, so though,
3: He's No, he's not. He's not a star player, though. That's the thing. He's not a guy that's going to carry a franchise. I don't think anyone right, and, ever
5: thought that, really. In Vegas, that was the perception was, you know, Siakam's the guy. And Van won. Fleet's the guy.
3: Van, it's Van Fleet's team.
5: Fred well, Van the Fleet. whole the whole key is that without Siakam in the lineup, Vegas is still convinced that Siakam is the most important player on yes, the team. Yes, yes. So without Siakam
3: in the lineup, I know, but Vegas Teddy, they C- did it without Scotty Barnes in the lineup. Even did you think they could win without Scotty Barnes this week like this? Uh, Come on, Prince Oshawa. They got guys. Look, they got guys no one's ever heard of. Teddy playing out there. Ken Burch, Chris Boucher. OG, you know, OG Ananobi's really raised his play. You know, and I know you know OG, Big Ten, Indiana, of course, but he's always been sort of that, you know, really good all around player. But, you know, step it up, take it to the next level. And boom, he's added a three point shot to his game this year, Teddy. He's scored about 18, 19 a game. And it's nice to see, like, sort of every night, sort of someone else has stepped up. See, close to coming back, and and let's be real, Nick Nurse is a good coach, Teddy. Like, he can, you know, he can just sort of coach anybody. And and I'll tell you, that Delano Banton kid out of Nebraska is playing well for them, too, Teddy.
5: Sure. And Nurse, I mean... Great coach. Nurse won that title, all right? And when you have a coach who has the capacity to make those adjustments... In games, in series, it's certainly an edge for Toronto over some other teams.
3: So, uh, I love not fighting it, Teddy. Right? You're so smart on this, Teddy. I love your takes. <laughs>
5: <laughs> right now, Toronto, if you're not betting on them, you're not playing the game. Or at least that's the
3: way it is for me. I left Utah on the table tonight. I, I wish I bet it. I didn't take Atlanta, but I wish I bet Utah tonight, Teddy. It's kind of kicking myself.
5: I've got the Jazz as the best team in the NBA. The jazz so do team, I. Uh, right now, as the 1-1A you know, Uh, although Miami played a bad game tonight, I'm not going to devalue them in any significant
3: way. I got the Jazz winning the Western Conference, Teddy, this year.
5: Playoffs are a long way. away. All I know is that right now I got Utah at the top, Utah-Miami at the top of the power rating.
3: Well, they were last year, too, along with Phoenix. I'm just saying that Utah, every night, they won't let up. Will they get it done in the playoffs? One of these you will see, right? They haven't in the past, but I agree with you. I'm just saying, Teddy, I think they're the team to beat. I think they're the best team in the NBA. Played
5: a heck of a fourth quarter tonight uh, on the road in Atlanta. Atlanta's been, I'm not going to say a disappointment to me, but I thought the Hawks would be a little bit better in early season play. And I, in particular, they're yeah. a team that they, they talked a lot about protecting their home floor. Um, tonight, not so much.
3: Nate McMillan's been calling him out of bed, actually and so living in the past a little bit, guys. Um, you see that with these young teams. So, 82-75 for the Lakers right now. We jumped in on a Thunder plus 10.5 in a sheer degenerate. Let's get some action in the late night hours uh, <laughs> play in uh, here. So again, I'm not going to ask Teddy about the college football rankings. I'm not in the mood to argue and hear him tell me, I don't care about the college football rankings. <laughs> I do care about Auburn. 200 to 1. Get Teddy's take on Auburn versus uh, Texas A&M. But I want to talk to him in an NFL move. Nice talk little NBA basketball. But uh, let's get into some NFL football. Late night anger management class. Bring it.
1: here to place a wager. Tomorrow night on Fox's Celebrity Boxing, I've got Carol Channing beating Mike Tyson in 3 rounds. Carol Channing. You've got Carol Channing the actress beating Mike Tyson the boxer. Hell, give me 50 bucks on Tyson. Yeah, you're in good company. Betting freddie took the same wager. The bad, the bad, the the bad, the the Late night anger
3: management class. 84-78 right now for the Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James going to be out for about a week or so in a abdominal strain. uh, For LeBron, obviously, you know, obviously the Lakers are um, they're an aging team. I mean, they're not exactly a young team, and there's going to be a lot of that throughout the year. I don't think they really care about their. I don't think they care about their seeding really. I think they just care about making the playoffs. uh, But. as it is right now, we've got the Oklahoma City Thunder plus ten and a half and they're going to the free throw line. Teddy covers with us. So, Teddy, Josh Johnson, I know you remember, like, you, you're old school. So, uh, Josh Johnson comes in tonight, walks in off the street, and as I tweeted, Zach Wilson has four touchdown passes and nine interceptions in six games. Mike White has five touchdown passes in, um, <laughs> like, what, in, in five quarters. Yeah. And, uh, and Josh Johnson has three touchdowns in three quarters. Like so incredible, like man, he nearly pulled off the backdoor cover. It was I, I was on the Jets small play at the game, teased to the over. I did well with the props tonight. It was an ugly game, but I actually liked it from a prop standpoint and I attacked in some spots. Lost on Mike White prop because he got hurt, Teddy, but dear God, they nearly pulled off the cover of all covers tonight, the Jets. Sure, forty two to ten
5: uh, in that ball game, and it came, you know, what one, one tipped pass interception from the goal line <laughs> of uh, uh getting under the number. Which, again, speaks to the danger sometimes of laying double digits in the NFL. But, I mean, the Thursday night football product is fairly random. You know, it, it really is. And it's very hard for the rookie head coaches, the teams that haven't been through it before at the NFL level, especially for a bad team like the Jets coming off a win. It's really hard to get those teams prepped. And, and defensively, the Jets weren't prepped at all uh, tonight. But, you know how it is, the QB comes off the bench, he gets hot, you know, they haven't seen film on him, they're not prepared for him, they're milking a 32-point lead, uh, and then all of a sudden momentum charts to shift, although I'm not going to compare the fact that Wilson has afforded you know more interceptions and touchdowns compared to Johnson coming off the bench in the fourth quarter of what was a blowout at the time and throwing INTs, a little bit of a different level of defensive intensity. Faced face this season by Zach Wilson. And, I mean, you know, Wilson's the rookie who's holding the ball too long. We've seen it a lot.
3: Yeah, I think Wilson um, – I don't think Wilson's – I think Wilson has talent, but I don't think he's the right quarterback for the New York Jets, and I don't think it's going to end very well for him there. I think they're, like, they're better with everybody else. Like, put it this way, if Mike White doesn't get hurt tonight – you know, it threw it, it threw them off a little, took Johnson a couple of drives to get going. But ultimately, as you stated, the Jets just couldn't stop them. So I guess it didn't really it wouldn't matter who the quarterback was going to be, but as you saw, Teddy, Mike White didn't have much of a problem moving the ball down the field on these guys. Like, Mike White would have put up massive numbers if he didn't get hurt tonight.
5: Well, one of the things I always do with NFL quarterbacks is take a look at the college team that they just left. And all I heard all summer was BYU, man, they lost everything. They lost this NFL quarterback, and yeah, yeah. BYU, oh yeah, five. yeah. yeah you're at. right. They're just the same without him. <laughs> With Max yeah, Hall, you're right. <laughs> just fine. So that's one that's saying to me. And of course, remember every single draft. You know, they're oh, you got to trade up to get. Oh my God, this quarterback's the next. That quarter. You know, every dra- if you go back now and look at draft recaps, there's fifteen. Know. Every reporter is
3: ripping every team for not taking Justin Fields. But why? Why can't they just admit it ever, Teddy? Every year it's the same thing. And I said it last year. I said, I like Justin Fields. I said, none of these guys are really like gonna save your franchise. And but every year people will sort of say that no, oh, it's not a great quarterback class. But Teddy, I swear to God, bro, they're like alcoholics at last call, man, by the time the combine in the draft comes, right? And they just yeah. sort of like, isn't that just a bad mistake from a franchise? It's like we'll yes. be like, Well, you know, this kid might not be a franchise quarterback, but he's the best available guy that we have now. We have to take quarterback because everyone's yelling for – I don't know, why don't you just sign around Fitzpatrick Patrick type and draft a D lineman? You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean, Teddy? It's just – it's it's bad football. You know what I'm saying, bro?
5: If I'm creating a franchise, all right, and there's always – you know, if, I, if it's complete rebuildable, you're the Jacksonville Jaguars or the Jets or whoever you want to be, I'm never – my first piece is never going to be the quarterback. Exactly. It's always going to be the line to protect him in the running game and the like. Teddy, make the make Jets were
3: something to work with. They're the it second pick, Jets, right? Sorry, I was just going to say they second pick. All these teams were offering them stuff for. It. They should have taken it, bro, and just stocked up some picks and more players. You know what I mean? And that's key too. When you talk about draft capital,
5: because every team is wrong. No, yeah, every team blows picks. The more picks you have, the more chances you get something right. You know, and uh, a yep. lot of that is, is <laughs>
3: That's not a good point. Small, right? Or not I got eight picks, today. and at least I know four of these guys will play for me, right? Yeah.
5: Well, maybe. I mean, depending on how bad yeah, the organization I mean, the Jets organization has been pretty bad for a pretty long time. Well,
3: look, look at the Raiders. Look at the Raiders. I mean, they were the first franchise ever that their first, their two years in a row, their third-round pick never played it down, Teddy. Right, like it's weird that they're winning, and now now Rugs is gone. That's another first-round pick. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Like, you, 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 the Rams are another one in which they don't have any picks. That's why I like the Rams this year because they're not building for the future. But people look at the players on the field and stuff. Draymond Green said it best, I think, and it's crazy. I'm quoting Draymond, but I'm gonna give him credit because I Draymond upsets me. and He says a lot of stupid things, but he was right about something. He said, he said, you know. You guys in the media always rip these kids in the NBA that are first-round draft picks because they don't kill it right away. And he goes, or if they, they they don't pan out and be stars, he goes, how come you don't rip the general managers, the ones that drafted them, too high? It's a great point, right? It's a great point, Teddy. Like, some of these players, it's not their fault they got drafted that high. Ryan Tannehill is a classic example of that. Kid was a wide receiver at Texas A&M, Teddy. He wasn't ready to be quarterback. You draft him seventh overall, and then people are mad. He's raw. Yeah, he was an effing wide receiver, jackasses. And now he's good, right? Ryan
5: Tannehill's been really good. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I mean, uh, Derek Henry, yes, sure. But you can make an argument. Ryan Tannehill's been every bit as important to that team and every bit as good as Henry so far this season.
3: Are you intrigued with the points there at all with the Rams at 7.5 now? So, without Derrick Henry? No. No. So,
5: if I had to play the game, it could only be Tennessee Plus. But I don't have to play the game.
3: It's a pass. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You don't have the same. I got a guy here with a gun to my head, Teddy. I don't have a choice. He doesn't leave my place. He sits in my living room, and he points a gun at me all the time. He says, you must play this game. It's the gun-to-head play. (laughs) I don't do it every game. (laughs)
5: Tennessee. Tennessee and over but I, 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 I do worry about the spot. The Titans have been through a lot in the last six games, man. They've been some crazy games. And L.A. is so physical at the line of scrimmage. And Henry's a big loss. I don't know what they do that first game without him. So, yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, uh, 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 more than a touchdown, asking L.A. to win this game by more than a touchdown feels like a lot to me. Uh, it's not like the Titans stink.
3: Um, even without Henry, you're right. I know. Yeah. But, and Daniel's yeah. good, man. He is. He's I've good. always liked Tannehill. I've liked him in Miami. He he was playing well with Gase when he got hurt, actually, uh, in Miami even years ago. So, Green Bay Packers are up to 7.5 right now. Obviously, no Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love is playing. I personally think it's an overreaction with the point spread. Now, I should say, I don't know if it's an overreaction. I could argue, yeah, Rodgers is worth a touchdown if you really want to make that argument. But they're still playing the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Kansas City, same Kansas City Chiefs just didn't cover against the New York Football Giants. Same Kansas City Chiefs, they're 4-15 and 15 against spread in their last 19 games. And Aaron Jones is still there. A.J. Dillon is there. Devontae Adams is back. And, in fact, Scald, Van, Scald, uh, uh, Scalding. Scalding. Valdez Scantling. Lazard. Everybody's expected back. All uh, right, pretty much. Everybody's expected back. Aaron Rodgers isn't there. We have 7.5. I'm not, you know what I mean? So, okay, Jordan Love's there. Do you trust? I will play this game, and I will play the Green Bay Packers. And I will take, I I do trust Jordan Love, but I try, and it's more almost as much of a play against the Chiefs. What's your opinion on the number at seven and a half here? here?
5: My opinion is you play against the Chiefs until proven otherwise. You know? If you don't have a defense, you can't cover point spreads. When your offense is broken, you can't cover point spreads. When you turn the ball over 19 times a year, right, you can't cover point spreads. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, the Chiefs have got some proving to do before I'm betting on Kansas City. All right, uh, you know, again, 0 and 4 against the spread at home this year, um, and we certainly saw plenty of backup quarterbacks come in, move the football, win a game. It's not the first game you don't want the backup. It's like the third game you don't want the backup once the film's out on them you see all his weaknesses. <laughs> that first game, backup QBs can be fine. Uh, Packers are passed for me. I'm with you. Uh, I'm certainly not gonna lay with Kansas City.
3: Interesting line move right now at FanDuel, Teddy. The Raiders are up to three and a half, and it's almost it's almost one of those blindfold bets as well, in which you take the Giants on the road. I mean, they're twelve and two against the spread of the last fourteen road games as an underdog. Yet these guys, they're like a dumpster fire. They're like the Jersey dumpster fire trash can at home, Teddy. It's interesting that the market—it was three—and then you had the tragedy earlier in the week, and it got taken off the board and got reposted at three, and now it's up to three and a half. What's your take on the Raiders? And I—it's it's crazy because I really liked—I was saying earlier before all that happened, how much I really liked the Raiders this week, right? I mean, what, what's your what's your opinion on the line? It's up to three and a half right now. People clearly are not put off by what happened to the Raiders and guess just more of a bet against the Giants uh, we're up against it right now Teddy with the break so I'll get your thoughts on the other side about this but real real tragedy man real sad 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 uh, stuff and I said Teddy listen you know the streets of Las Vegas man are dangerous man even if you're not the drunk one I told the people a story about some poor tourist that got caught in that shootout on the strip a few years ago remember when a taxi blew up she was in and stuff like this, it's always something, man. Late night, I man for class, bring it.
4: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. I
0: can't believe we're on the Canadian Olympic basketball team. Yep,
2: it's just that easy. Wow, that
3: was close. You can be the center. Hey, settle down, Simpsons. Bill Wennington was a hell of a center. <laughs> Luke Longley was a hell of a center. Last dance, Chicago Bulls. Luke Longley, the Australian. Bill Wennington, the Canadian. Uh, you see, Teddy, Scotty uh, Scotty uh, Pippen's going off. Not a big fan of Michael Jordan. <laughs> He's dropping. He said, man, we were never that close after all. Uh, we were never, never really good friends. And I don't think Jordan cares, bro. <laughs> Scotty's trying to sell a book right now. Uh, Scotty Pippen's a great player. Um, but I, you know what, one quick thing about that, the last dance was awesome, and uh, I do believe when Pippin did say that the only reason LeBron, uh, that Jordan did the last dance was just to remind LeBron that he's the biggest, and I do believe that actually. I think that he did want it to just remind everybody about what he accomplished and what he did. Teddy Covers doesn't need to remind anybody, you know who he is, damn it. Uh, it's like, AC Counts. You know who it is. <laughs> Teddy. All right, Teddy. So, yeah, what a tragic situation, man. I don't want to talk about the accident. But like I said, in Vegas, I was tweeting about it. Just the streets are dangerous for pedestrians. Teddy, I don't know if you saw it. They were they did a thing on pedestrian safety in Vegas, like the city and stuff. And somebody got smoked, nearly got smoked right behind her on live TV. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. At <laughs> <laughs> the crosswalk. You can't, make, you can't make that up, but... Uh, so I don't want to get into it. We know it's a tragic situation, and it sucks. Uh, but what about the game itself, Teddy? Like, can the Raiders, they, and I hate to trivialize it, but that's our job. So, they, you know, they, they lost Gruden. They went into Denver. They won the football game. Now this, they lose their wide receiver. But more importantly, they lose, you know, someone you know who's a friend to these guys, and it's rattling some of them. What do you make of the Raiders and the point spread going up to three and a half? So the point
5: spread's moving on injury info, you know? <laughs> Giant Uh, info, right? uh, No, it looks for the Raiders. And Waller, Waller being back, I guess. Waller, it looks like he's going to be able to play. Josh Jacobs looks like he's going to be able to play. Um, And that's, you know, uh, know, certainly impact players for the Raiders, but it's not like they can't win without those guys. They've shown already this season uh, that they have. When you talk about the impact of Henry Ruggs on the field, I mean, he was their leading receiver. He was their leading deep threat. But it's not like he's been a difference maker in every game.
3: He's the field. They team. don't throw him the ball like cats. seven times a game, Teddy. Exactly. He hits yeah, a couple of big plays. Exactly.
5: Yeah, uh, he averaged about five targets per game. You know, uh, but he is. Uh, you know, he, he did average 19 and a half uh, yards per reception. He stretched the defense. He was key for that team. When it comes to the effect of the you know the poor decisions that Henry Ruggs made that night um it's a big deal in Vegas this has been the front page story all week all right remember Vegas doesn't they're not used to having all the stuff with the professional athletes you know we only got professional athletes a couple years ago And the Golden Knights have mostly.
3: No scandal with the Knights. It's a good point. This is the first local team scandal, right? Yeah.
5: Exactly. And the community is really mad. You know, the dude was driving. uh, 156. I don't know how. You know the neighborhood, dude. I mean, I, I drive there. It's a residence. It's not a place where you're going to be going 157 miles, seven miles an hour unless you're really drunk and really stupid. Dear God, I like uh, man. Uh, and he just rear-ended the poor little woman who, you know, she just pulled out, you know, she made a right turn on red and, and pulled out, and the guy driving 157 miles hit her from behind and, and killed her, um, which is, you know, I mean, it's rough. And, and the community, the Raiders been beat up in the community this week. That said... The Raiders have been beat up everywhere all year, and it's us against the world mentality for that team right now. You know? I'm not stepping in front of the Raiders. They are there some
3: blaming football? the organization locally, like damn Raiders, or like what's what's the feeling? It's generalized anger. You drafted him type of thing? You the guys it's, are the
5: ones it's, that drafted yeah, it's him, not, yeah. It's, 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 the, it's not focused in the sense of all oh, the anger is on this guy or that guy. It's generalized, like, hey, we don't want this kind of thing.
3: Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and we don't. You know, the biggest scandal in UNLV before was Tark tar- in a hot tub with a couple of guys, right? Like
5: you and said, that's thirty years ago. <laughs> I so nobody, know you're right. Nobody, I know. Nobody, like n- nobody who lives here, they think about the population of Vegas now compared yeah. to what oh, you in right. the head yeah. of Tark. It's fi- you know no, nobody remembers that.
3: There's and this is just so then. over the top, right? It's not just like it's just so over the top. This, judge, like you said, Teddy, the judge on the bench. Imagine this guy seeing a lot of stuff in 16 years in Vegas, guys. Uh, in fact, he was the judge that put O.J. in jail. Not like originally, uh, that was a woman. But this guy was the one From when O.J. violated his deal. yes, sir. He violated his pro his his parole or something. And the guy, yeah, he put this guy, the Bonaventure guy, his name, Judge Bonaventure, I think it is. He put him. He put O.J. So he's seen football players. He's seen a lot. This guy he dealt with O.J. and he said, 16 years on the bench. I've never seen anything like this. As reckless as what you did. That's what he told Ruggs. Never seen anything as reckless as this." And, and Ruggs was uncooperative with the cops after, too. You figure he'd just be like, oh, my God. Like, what did I do? do. No, no. yeah, you know, it's You know, they'll tell you, like you said, they have Waller back. They have Ruggs. And the Giants are just so bad at home. They're just so bad at home, this team. Yeah, are you just no, going to stay away from the game? Much. Are you going to stay away from the game? Or do you like the Raiders?
5: So, my, my initial lean was Raiders, you know. And then... The Ruggs incident happened, and then I missed the best of the number, and I'm not going to play the Raiders now. Uh, uh, Certainly not at more than a field goal. Although, I mean, if you shop around, you can still find minus threes uh, out there for uh, Vegas. But uh, the Raiders are better than the Giants. They're better than the Giants in the trenches. And, again, sometimes that us-versus-the-world mentality, when everyone's beating down on you, that's not – a franchise can fall apart. During that span, or they can come together. And I'll say this: Derek Carr has shown leadership. Uh, I think he said the the right things to, in terms of veiled messages to his teammates, being that you know, hey, I got your back. Um, and that's I don't know that the Raiders fall apart off of this. They might well come together.
3: Teddy covers, kicking it uh, with us. And just for the record, yeah, uh, the speed limit was 45 on the street. Yeah, well, and clearly he was over, it, but it doesn't matter. But I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, 45. So it just gives you guys a, like Teddy said, because you know even then, Teddy. All right, he popped out on Sahara or something when no one, you know what I mean, for a couple of blocks when no one was, you know, at three in the morning when no one's around. But it's just, it, it's just so. And the thing to me, he wasn't really wasted. Wasted guys. Anyone that drinks knows double the limits really not. You know what I mean? Like it is for driving. I get it. But so I'm just saying. He's intoxicated, you know, according to the law and driving, but that's not like wasted that oh god, I don't even remember what I did, I'm so sorry, like you know what I mean? He knows what he was doing. And there's videos of him in the past even where his girlfriend posted on Facebook and stuff, where they're in the car and she tells him, You're crazy, you gotta slow down and stuff and he's laughing at her, like scaring her to death. Like it's just it's just so stupid and senseless, man. Go in the middle of the desert, bro. If you want to kill someone, kill yourself. Like uh oh he's driving home. You know, uh, he was
5: driving home, trying to impress the girl, and uh, and apparently he went a little bit uh, more than a little bit again. You said it. it's a 45-mile-an-hour limit there, and he was going 156.
3: Yeah, you're not doing um, 60 and not like, people brought up Stalworth. Stalworth was in a red light and hit some drunk guy crossing in front of him jaywalking. Like, it was completely different. That's why Stalworth did, like, 20 days, right? It wasn't the same – you know, it was nothing to do with the same type of thing. Well, Teddy, we called it 10-and-a-half, 103-101, Oklahoma City Thunder, 21 seconds left, and they have the basketball right now. This would be a bad loss for the Lakers, Teddy, losing to the Thunder. The, the Lakers aren't very good, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> we're on in LA right now. We're getting winning a lot of fans, but hey, we're just making you money, people. We're just being real here, right, Teddy? We told They're you, take go Oklahoma City. what do you want us to say? You know,
5: I mean, there's there's a lot of star power on that team, and and not a lot of uh, uh, chemistry developed yet. And you know that could change by the spring. But uh, and of course, again, when you talk about the Lakers, you know. Th- all you want to do is avoid the play-in game if you can, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The sixth seed is fine uh, for most of the teams in, in the postseason. The sixth seed is fine. <laughs> you know, even live teams like L.A., should they uh, should they be healthy going into the spring. But uh, you know what aging NBA teams do. They, they look like the Lakers for most of the regular season. Bet against all the way.
3: We've seen teams more and more in the past couple of years – Quite frankly, not really care about home court advantage, right? It's just a new thing. You know, they're not—they don't fear playing on the road as much. Teams in all sports, to be honest. Uh, Teddy covers wagertalk.com with us. Let's talk a little college football here, Teddy. So, um, some some interesting games uh, this week. Wait, let's uh, let me throw Wake Forest and North Carolina at you. I got a piece of Wake Forest at 100 to one to win the title, Teddy. Do I think they're going to win the title? No, but if they get into the playoffs at 100 to one, I'll definitely have a head situation. So. Weirdest thing ever, guys, I didn't even really realize this, that this game doesn't count in the ACC standings, which yeah. is so strange. Bizarre world, Teddy, but it still matters to Wake because they're undefeated. But just a little little, little twist there, right, Teddy, to bring that up?
5: I mean, do you think Wake's going to go undefeated? They got to tough. After this, at Clemson, then at BC, then should they make it the ACC title game? Um I mean, they could lose all those games. <laughs> you know, they could. Uh, they could also outscore r- these teams.
3: <laughs> uh, you
5: know, I, I'm I'm not in any rush to step in front of Wake, and I look.
3: North Carolina. But Teddy, I put twenty five dollars, Teddy, uh, just for the record. I put yeah. twenty five bucks. It pays two thousand five hundred and seventy four. So I didn't go nice. all and out it here. Comes.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, 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 but if you had a long shot for them to win the ACC title,
3: yeah, that be a great bet. But five. you're right. The schedule is tough. They still go to Pitt. They play North Carolina. They play. They play everybody still. They play Clemson. That game, last game of the year, Boston College won't be easy, Teddy, for them. None. None of it's easy. I also played Auburn. So, so what do you think of the Wake Forest game? And you think that they beat the heels? And I like the total. Or is it too high in your opinion? Seventy-six and a half. And what about Auburn against AM and m this week? So, in terms of so of the two
5: games, right? The North Carolina game. North Carolina spent the entire year finding ways to lose games, and Wake has kind of done the opposite of that. So. I'm in no rush to take the Tar Heels <laughs> uh, against the Demon Deacons in that one although again the fact I don't know what to do with that game I'm babbling the other games the one I have an opinion <laughs> on uh, well, whatever I mean if, if it, if it, there's a lot of times you get asked the game and you might you want to give them something but it's not yeah, 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 have yeah, a strong yeah. opinion on you know it's not yeah, yeah. I'm not betting it I'm not close to betting it uh the Auburn game is Auburn you know you just, Auburn on the road. What does Auburn have on the road? they got a track record of winning games, covering points, Reds playing well. You have a veteran quarterback. You have a defense that's there. I know AM's coming off the bye, and I know that's meaningful uh, at this stage of the season. They're the fresher team. But it's not like Auburn hasn't had a bye. They just had a bye before last week's game. So uh, I think the, the uh, Tigers are alive against the Aggies. I don't want any part of Calzada laying these points. Even after they played well, you know, the Alabama game, there was no letdown. Um... AM turns the ball over, and Auburn forces turnovers. It's a battle. You know, you can't predict turnovers. Auburn went to turnover battle in that game. Give me the Tigers plus the points.
3: Speaking of letdowns, uh, what about Michigan State going into uh, Lafayette uh, against uh, Purdue? We saw Purdue play well against Iowa. They have an NFL-caliber defense alignment, Teddy. is this a, What do you make of this spot? Can the Boilers knock Sparty off? I think they can. Here's your sneaky stat
5: of the year that nobody's paying any attention to. Purdue has not allowed 21st downs in any game this season. Wow. Good defense that nobody's talking about.
3: Yeah, I, I put Sparty on. Upset alert. More with Teddy. will wrap up.
4: Three-minute warning coming up. The Lakers are up against it, about to go down, although they hit a three with 8.8 left to cut the lead to one. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
3: Oklahoma City, 107. Los Angeles, 104. Final score. Oklahoma City pulls off the upset. We cash the in-game winner. Nothing like a uh, in-game live winner in the late-night hours. Cash it. Uh, Teddy Teddy covers uh, with us. That's right, the generals. The Washington generals uh, get it done tonight. Uh, and a good point by you, Teddy, when I said, man, when these guys start playing good teams, you're like, no, they're, they're, now they're the fade. Now. Don't <laughs> Don't wait. Um all right so Teddy we've got a couple more minutes left here so sparty on upset alert what about um what do what do you make of the uh, the the Alabama number against LSU it's a hell of a lot of points Teddy to be laying four touchdowns
5: yeah though LSU i mean their, their last time out they were no shows right and I know. you have a coach that's gone and you have a team that's coming off a no show I've got my concerns about the Tigers. Look, I wouldn't be shocked if they. That, that's a game that I can see a, a very wide variety of outcomes. You know, I can, yeah. see, <laughs> LSU, yeah, LSU, yeah. I can see LSU yeah. getting destroyed. and uh, It's not a game that was even on my radar as, as one I was interested in this week. Again, you know, that's the biggest edge we have. they got to put up a number for every game.
3: We get to pick and choose what we want.
5: And that really is a big edge.
3: Michigan Wolverines. I didn't bring up the rankings because I'm not in the mood for arguing. I don't want to get you mad tonight. So, but anyways, Michigan are ranked seventh, which they shouldn't be. There's no way in hell the Wolverines are the seventh best team in the country, but they're setting it up like they, you know what I mean, just sort of for for the Big Ten. Normally, I'd be like, nah, I don't want to lay that type of points with Michigan. But they, Michigan have murdered inferior opponents this year, Teddy. How do you think the Wolverines respond after the loss, laying, laying the twenty points?
5: From a spot standpoint, I don't love it. You know, I I, I really don't. Uh, I know they've been good bullies and they've been been fairly good bullies throughout the Harbaugh era. And Indiana's done nothing but disappoint uh, all year long. But it's the bubble know, the burst spot. Is, huh? What's the what's the focus level here uh, for Michigan because it has potential to be a real flat spot for a team that you know blew a big lead against their hard drive
3: Yeah, but the season's not done. They're ranked seventh in the country in the playoff rankings. So I can still, like it's so like. The committee is saying keep winning, and uh, we're listening. Thanks, Teddy. Cheers.